Thank you for listening to this previously recorded episode of GalaxyCon Live. We'd also like to invite you to check out our other shows, Rock Around the Ring, featuring music and wrestling guests, and GalaxyCon Talks Comics, all of which are available now on Facebook, YouTube, and anywhere else fine podcasts are available. Hey everybody, welcome to another GalaxyCon Live, where we are bringing the convention experience into your home. And today, we will be joined by the cast of Ruby. Let's bring to the stream... First, she is the voice of Ruby Rose. She's the one and only Lindsay Jones. Hello, everyone. Thank you very much for coming. Appreciate it. Kid Cadet, thanks for having us and for hosting oh this. This is awesome. It is my pleasure. Thank you for uh, joining us again. What What is this, yeah. your, your fifth time here on the virtual stage? Oh, my gosh. Um, I mean, what is time anymore, really? Like, <laughs> I feel like I, I'm just always here, and I'm, I'm happy to be here. I will I will live within this GalaxyCon universe now. The Rubyverse and the GalaxyConverse are officially crossed over. It's happened. <laughs> I think we're all okay with that. So, Absolutely. Uh, yeah. <laughs> all right, up next, she is the voice of Weiss Schnee. It is Kara Everly. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> What's Hi, up, how's it going? How are you doing? Doing very well. How about you all? Hanging good, in there and everything. Good. You know, I, I love, I love how uh, I almost said Ruby said, Lindsay said, <laughs> how the GalaxyCon and Ruby universe collide. It's awesome. I want to live in the universe. Absolutely, it does feel like you're you're skyping in right now from the Shani Mansion. I will say, with your decor <laughs> behind you, it's very appropriate. Oh, I love you. it. I have to be <laughs> Time. Oh. <laughs> um, anyway, um, I was gonna say, I guess Galaxy and GalaxyCon and Ruby would be Ruby. Ruby. Mm -hmm. Right. Oh. Uh, Ruby. <laughs> anyway, I like thank you so much for to be here again. Thank you, Kara. We're glad to have you back. And up next, we have the voice of Blake Belladonna. She is Aaron Zach. Hi, everyone. Yeah, yeah. Aaron? How you doing, Aaron? I'm good. How are you? Doing awesome. I, I look forward to getting to participate in these things and getting to virtually spend time with you guys. So thank you so much for being back. Yeah, thank you. I brought my dogs with me. I love that you bring them every time, too. It's like yeah. it's staple. I feel like if, if the, your dogs are not here, we don't have the full Aaron experience. Exactly. <laughs> I'm, I'm nothing without them. <laughs> Gosh, please. Goodness. <laughs> All right, up next, we have the voice of Yang Shalong. It's Barbara Dunkelman. Hello. What's up, baby? Thanks for having me. Hi, guys. How you doing, Barbara? I'm doing great. Hey. Thank you. I, I'm in love with your hair, by the way. It, I, it makes me want ice cream so bad. And I don't really? know if you hear that like every day, yeah. but it makes me want to eat Polish ice cream. <laughs> she was Neo, You're but Neo. I thought would appreciate it. <laughs> like, that's her Neo. Okay, cool. I don't hear ice cream as much as I hear cotton candy. Cotton candy, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Oh my God. I think I'm just hungry. Oh yeah. Channeling the Galaxy Con perfect. I love it. Very <laughs> All right. And rounding out this virtual stream, I believe it is her first time here with us at Galaxy Con Live. She is the voice of Salem. It is Jen Taylor. <laughs> Yay! 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 Hi, friends. Hello. Welcome. I don't know. Very scary being the virgin here at GalaxyCon. <laughs> I mean, the you know what I mean. We'll be gentle, don't worry. Okay, of course. This is the same place. Wow. Thank you. <laughs> so Alrighty. this is the first time that we've had Ruby and also Salem. So, like, what is this like for you guys? We're switching it up a little bit. I love it. Yeah. I I, I mean I didn't. <laughs> Very good. I feel like we're gonna have some good questions. We're gonna have some good questions. I feel like too. That's true. Absolutely. I, we, 
I'm really oh. gonna have to like remember where we are in the show. With <laughs> yeah. What have we done? <laughs> volume seven just ended uh, about a year ago, so nothing in volume eight or nine. People know about the whale. That's where we ended. The whale. Yes. Wait, I'm gonna try to like you know pull spoilers out of you guys, but we you know, <laughs> no, no spoilers here today. Unfortunately, that's that's not what this panel's about. But before we get to the fan questions, I'm gonna ask you guys, you know, just some uh, maybe questions that you don't get asked as frequently. So let's start with this: If your character from Ruby was to compete in a reality competition show, what show would it be, and would they win? Oh, I feel like Ruby would compete in some kind of baking show, but she would just eat everything. <laughs> like, dang it, all the ingredients are gone. <laughs> I think Salem would do with like Survivor, and she'd just kill everybody, right? Yeah. So <laughs> I don't really watch reality TV shows, so I don't really know what's out there right now. Oh, girl, girl, I got you. What you need? Yeah, I was gonna oh, yeah. you in. Like a world shopper or something? Like, I feel like, why is it probably or that? Or, like, no, I know. Um, What was that? My Sweet 16. <laughs> that is very schnee. Yes. yes. Or it could be in, in a. It's not really in Terrace House. What was that, Erin? Like, could be in Terrace House. Oh. Here's house. I like that. Mm-hmm. I was thinking like Animal Planet, which is reality TV, but different. So. Oh, I love Animal Planet. Maybe Salem could be like, maybe the Fab Five, the Fab Five could take over Ooh. and like completely give her a makeover and change her life. We're, like, we're going to get you to be happy. Foundation here. Right? what if we did like charm school and salem actually taught us oh. how to join the evil side she's like listen Ooh. you guys just don't understand where we're coming from even um, better spend time with us i feel like you would identify even better <laughs> yeah i think uh yang would be no question american ninja warrior uh, oh, for sure. and she she would win i think that's um, awesome yeah she well, would what about win. that that new show floor is lava do you think yang would <laughs> would, would hang with floor is lava that's a. Oh my god! I I think so. I but I think it's more about strength for her rather than agility. I think, although I I guess it kind of goes hand in hand to some extent. But that might be a fun one too. Can you strategy of like having to figure out like where you're going to go once you get into like adding on to Barbara said too would be. Yeah, I feel like our family would join that like hot floors lava. We've been watching it at home too with our kids, but it'd be like a Ruby Yang, uh, tie combo. And they'd be like, we're ready to go. We're the best team. I'm going to win everything. Yeah. They, yeah. 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 <laughs> and they get out like round one. <laughs> okay. So what about like you as your, as your human self, if you guys had the ability to live in any like fantasy world outside of remnant, let's say, where would you guys like to live? Harry Potter world. Ooh. Willy Wonka's candy factory. Nice. Yum. Uh, ooh, ooh. The uh, place in Avatar. Uh, oh, the blue world? Planet, yeah. What was it called? The planet. I just keep thinking on Kingdom, but. Pandora? Yeah. Pandora, yeah. Yeah, Pandora. Yeah. I remember when I saw that movie, I was like, I want to live here and be like, just in this nature and in this world, it seems so magical and amazing. Does seem I kind of I like 
flowers that glow in the dark. I yeah. Like that's something I'd really like on my, my average walk. Barbara, have you had the opportunity to go on the ride? I believe it's at Animal Kingdom. No, I didn't know there was a ride. That's All right, so see cool. you guys later. I'm gone. <laughs> Goodness. Well, Jen, where would you like to live? Yeah. Well, I'm sitting here trying to cut. I'm, I'm on my phone. Isn't that sad? Um, what was the name of the country that they lived in in um, The Princess Bride? Oh, yeah. <laughs> All of us went, oh. Oh, yeah. But I guess only if I could, you know, know. hang out with Wesley. So then would I have oh, to yeah. take Buttercup out? Like, that sounds terrible. <laughs> the dread pirate robber. The, the bisexual in me is like, both? And yeah, I just look it up. Maybe, I could, maybe <laughs> I could be the dread pirate Roberts. There you go. That's awesome. I, I just Googled what country does the yeah. Princess Bride take what place in, and it what said uh, United States, which I don't think is true. Yeah, no. <laughs> no, it's like Florin and Florin and... United States. Right. Well, United like, States. Florin. For the kid. Come yeah. on. Florin is one of the places. I know Florin. that I remember that. Florin. Nice, nice. Yeah, I'm, I'm a big like cyberpunk fan. I like future stuff. I especially like 90s future, which is what people thought the future was going to look like when they made movies in the 90s. Yeah. So you have new tech made with like VHS players and stuff like that. So I'd probably live in like the fifth element universe. That'd be <gasps> awesome. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> Flying cars. Lilo Daly. Or in Soul Kingdom. Multi-passes. I like how everyone's on their phone and we're trying to figure out. It's very important. Guys, Florin is the name of the whole fictional kingdom. And Gilder. Gilder is the other one. What is it? Gilden Lichtenstein? Who is who's a this is a night's tale? I'm on a totally different place. All through this movie. <laughs> no, a night's tale is just as wonderful. And currently on Netflix. All right, so yes. So before we get to uh questions from the fans, I just want to ask you, obviously, you know, we're living in, in a interesting time right now. And what I talking know about? Movies, yeah, right. Yeah. What's weird about it? It's the new normal. <laughs> and I, I know before we started the stream, uh, Aaron and Barbara, we were both talking about, you know, a new hobby for you guys, which is virtually playing D&D. So do you guys mind telling us a little bit more about, you know, this new fun game that you guys have picked up and your characters? Well, I literally just got off the phone. Um, I'm doing it with Ryan Potter, who is the voice of Hero in, in Big Hero 6. And there's like a big group of 11 of us. And I've just gotten off the phone with him and I've created my character. I don't know her name yet. But she is a, a, a fur bulg uh, cleric, and she plays the bagpipes, and she has a pet squirrel, and she doesn't have a lot of fun. <laughs> but you well, can no, no, no name for your character or the squirrel or the bagpipes yet. So Not yet. We're working on it. I'm, I'm you can't rush art. Take some yeah. uh, suggestions from chat. Oh, yeah. I can't even see the chat. I don't know how this works. But I don't know. immediately once we get off of all of this, I'm going to go into Pinterest and start like taking pictures of, of the how I want the character to look and then I'll go through names and stuff. I'm going to go ham on this. I'm so excited. That's so awesome. What about you, Barbara? Uh, yeah, so we've been doing a show at Rooster Teeth called Die is Cast, which is like essentially a, a virtual Dungeons and Dragons game that we live stream every Thursday. And I kind of quickly put my character together because it kind of came together pretty fast. But I'm playing an elf ranger. I'm now level three. Hopefully mm. going to level up soon because my HP is very low. But uh, um. I was telling uh, everyone before that I'm a fragile little uh, wood elf ranger who... Aww. 
stays behind. I play with bow and arrow. And I talk like this because I don't know how to do any other accent. It's kind of a generic <laughs> European accent. Very good. <laughs> I didn't know that. Her name is Dorjan. She's a widow. I can create a bullet. Yeah. I mean, that's the whole thing. It's all role playing. That's the great thing about D&D. Is oh, yeah. I'm so excited. Yeah. Oh, man. I love how excited you are. <laughs> <laughs> and so I, I guess for, for Lindsay and Kara and Jen, have you guys picked up any new hobbies in the past couple months or maybe revisited some older hobbies? I'm redecorating and ish. And then I'm still playing Pokemon Go all the time. By the nice. way, Lindsay and Aaron, you need to play again. Play. I'm trying they just to get had the update. What was it a week ago? And I was like, "Oh, I got to get back on that." But I got I'm into siege now, heavy. Like I'm playing online matches instead of just terrorist hunt, which is solo matches. So I guess that's like my sweaty nerd <laughs> outlet. I pop on my glasses and I go, "Oh, time to obliterate." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, zero to sixty there. Okay. Yeah. I am well. I'm reading like mad because now I have time. I'm reading gazillion novels, probably three or four a week. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. But I have also decided last week we decided that my I'm going to play through the Master Chief collection because I've never played Halo. Wow. So Enjoy. I'm going to be so fun. Enjoy. Yeah. So oh, I'm going to. so good. <laughs> I'm oh, wow. going to do I haven't even played Halo. Yeah. No, I haven't I, I played anything. Of course you. But I can do it on the computer now, right? So because mm -hmm. I can't hold the. Thing. I'm a complete idiot. I can't. It's, it's, I, I'm I can't with you. Figure I it out. I don't know how to play that. I don't wonder, like, how do you play that on a map? I think it depends on on which <laughs> what you're more comfortable with and which game it is. Like some games are way better on a controller. Some games are way better on a keyboard and mouse. It all, all depends yeah. on what the skill set is there. Sure. I guess I'll try it out. I'll try them both. We'll see. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. I'll play with you. We'll be beginners together. Let's <laughs> do it. And what about you, Lindsay? Uh, yeah, just uh, playing video games, being a parent uh, takes up uh, most of my time. Uh, that's not a hobby, but it's a way of life, and I love it. It's awesome. If anything, now I just watch like Disney movies with my kids and cry a lot. I watch Coco, and I look like oh <laughs> I think crying is everyone's new hobby in quarantine. Yes, yeah, yes. I'm like I'm getting teary. You're crying because of from the movies, right? Getting emotional yeah. from the movies, not oh, like crying. <laughs> well, it's exacerbated for sure. Um, yeah. I think I could make it a little bit further into Coco before breaking down emotionally. Oh my gosh. No, <laughs> I think all of our mental fortitude is a little weaker these days. But I actually, I've gotten heavier into uh, uh, things like Frozen. I didn't think I would really like Frozen a lot. Watch the first movie. It was okay. Frozen 2, I'm obsessed. I can't uh, watch the the, the song that she sings, like the the into the unknown. Right yeah. Yeah. The like really sad one that Anna does whenever she's just like, "I'm gonna die here." Oh, yep. Why did mm -hmm. I skip the whole thing? Okay. <laughs> and I was gonna say, I think Mulan comes out on demand pretty soon too. So another yeah. movie for live action. I love Mulan. I love that movie so. I'm excited much. for that one. Cool. <laughs> Me too. It's one of my favorite Disney movies. Yay! All right. Well. Awesome quarantine video really quick there's an awesome quarantine video on youtube and i think y'all probably seen it it's a guy and he is singing a, a quarantine video but it's to all of the disney songs and i think he's actually a disney like prince because he has all the costumes and does it really really well and it's all laid out just look up disney quarantine video and you'll find it it's hilarious i love it Noted. sorry 
Never mind. <laughs> All right, guys. So we have some questions from your Ruby fans. So we're going to get started with the very first one right now. And this is from Lorna. If you could choose or create your own semblance, what would it be? Right, I, I know everybody else is now and I know my own because we, we do get a lot of similar questions but now I want to know Jen's no, Jen. I, <laughs> no, no I'm sorry I'll <laughs> follow you guys I have no idea anymore is this for us or for Ruby too like, I think this is for everybody right for everybody yeah uh, yeah sorry I mean like us or our I, characters oh, but, oh yeah. how about both okay yeah wh why not L Lindsay would probably want some semblance that involved cats because I'm a cat person uh, Ruby would want some someone's involving cookies because she's a cookie person. <laughs> a there you cookie go. Person. Two of the best things. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think Wise probably wouldn't change her normal semblance just because she's, you know, been training so hard her whole life on, you know, yeah. uh, perfect. Kara, I think it'd be fun to be invisible. Ooh. Ooh. I feel like Blake has finally figured out how to use hers in a less of a uh, runaway kind of way. And I think that's really cool. So she'd probably stick with hers too. I would like the ability to heal because my legs are currently covered with bruises. Oh no. Well, I'm very good at hurting myself. Like I've got a scar from like pouring scalding tea on me right there. And then right there, there's a bruise from hitting a table. Like Relatable on the tables. Yeah. yeah. I feel I like I've gotten so clumsy in quarantine. I've literally bought baby proofing things for corners of things and put them on multiple corners in my house. You and know, that's smart. I laugh. Why don't we do that for adults? Yeah. 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 I'm not kidding. I really adult proofing. Yeah. Yeah. For me, I think Yang, yeah, she she's good with hers. But for me, Barbara, I want some type of semblance that's kind of like Neo in the Matrix where he could just learn anything immediately. Like I know we had downloading. Um, yeah, like essentially like, oh, I want to read this book and then know how to do it or like watch this video on something and then like be able to absorb it. It's because kind of Exactly. Like I'd love to like watch a video on how to play the guitar and then be able to play the guitar. That'd be pretty handy. That'd be so nice. Yeah. <laughs> this is my birthday right now. You're not kidding. Not kidding. <laughs> oh no. It worked. Sorry. Uh, for me, I would want to fly. So, some, some, okay. you know. for, yeah. travel. for Salem, I think she'd need something to do with letting things go. Just let things go. <laughs> nah. Salem is Elsa. Oh! <laughs> what, a sense. what a twist. What a twist. Oh my God, we have to record. I have to record that song now as Salem. You do. <gasps> Yes. I will listen. I, I mean, later, not now. Well, no, of course. Now, no, now, no, no, no. You're on the spot. All right. It's a bonus track for the volume. Yeah. <laughs> you guys sync it up properly. It plays with the movie. That'd be hilarious. All right, Done. guys. Here's, here's the next question. Oh, also from Lorna. For your character's development, did you draw inspiration from a previously established character you loved or even from yourself? Yes, from myself. <laughs> Solid. Yeah. yeah. You want the end I of humanity. Kill everyone. <laughs> I didn't peg you for that type of person today. Yeah, well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Barbara? 
Yeah, I mean, I, I think we talk about this a lot. There's a, a lot of myself in Yang through the development of the character before the show even started, but also I think in writing the character, Miles and Carrie and everybody on the writing team has done a really good job at like putting our personalities in the character to some extent as they've grown over time. There's a lot of things we have that are not in common. Like I do not have a temper. I, I definitely don't like hold grudges, I think like Yang does from time to time. So there's definitely some differences there, but I think ultimately they're doing a really good job of writing us within them. So it's, we feel more of a connection with the characters, which has been really fun. Awesome. Yeah. I think like as a, not another character as much, as much as I would say, just my own life a little bit when, you know, we were first, you know, started to do the season and develop our characters. Um, you know, I went to private school for, 10, 11 years, and then I went to a public school and I didn't know anyone. So I can just relate to that kind of feeling of being in a new school and, and that kind of thing. I, I I do admit I made friends quicker than Weiss did, but that part, you know, was fun just to do as a, something that I hadn't experienced before. We do joke when we travel that Kara is much more like Ruby in personality. Like if we're waiting in line while people are coming up to the booth to see us, like Kara and I are the chatty Cathy's and people are like, wow, you guys are really really hyper. (laughs) Throw crap at each other and just have fun, make games out of her. We basically are like children, yes. (laughs) Everybody's young at heart. Right, exactly. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, with Ruby, I mean, that point being, I like... I'm definitely socially awkward. Monty himself said that when he talked to Ruby uh, about the role for me. And I was like, yeah, no, that makes sense. We're very alike in that area. Um, Actually, opposite of Kara, I went to public school until my sophomore year of high school. So then I transferred and had a very Ruby-like experience. So I was like, who wants to be friends? And everyone went, I don't know you. Go away. (laughs) (laughs) See you later. But I mean... It, it definitely helped me identify with those moments for her and really trying to like prove yourself to a group of people who just don't think you have potential. So yeah, that's relatable. Um, she's way more positive than I am, especially now, unfortunately, like life makes you jaded. So she reminds me to you know, stay positive. Yeah. Oh, thanks. Thank you. <laughs> and that, that is a good lesson overall. Stay positive, you know? Yeah. Um, Blake and I have a lot more in common than I would like to have in common with her that we do. Initially, uh, I think she was a character that that Monty was having the most trouble with in in terms of like figuring her out. And at the same time, Monty and I also, we knew each other, but we weren't the closest of friends. So we didn't, he didn't know me as well either. So he kind of put Blake and I together and being like, you guys figure each other out. Like you can, you can do this together. But yeah, she and I have, have a bit in common. I really appreciate the growth that she's had over the years, eventually becoming less afraid of acceptance and that kind of thing, and going back to to her parents and, and sort of like rebuilding herself from the ground up because so much of her was just like taken away from herself, but she kind of did it to herself too. It's a it's a weird thing to sort of describe. I'm not very eloquent with it, but yeah, I, I can definitely say that I, I drew some inspiration from myself <laughs> awesome all right great question here's the next one is it also from lorna it is not all right <laughs> this is from tanaka if you or your character could have any animal as a pet what animal would it be so let's answer for both you and your character like uh well ruby has a dog his name is why i haven't seen him in a while Ublek stole him please bring my dog back <laughs> <laughs> <Thanks>. <laughs> 
fired him off into the sky. Yeah, it's like, we're, okay. <laughs> Personally, uh, I, I'm a cat person. I miss my cats. I grew up with a lot of cats. So okay. and now I just live vicariously through other people's cats. Kara, if yours are around, please show them. I don't know why, but I feel like Blake would have a hedgehog. That's awesome. Just like a really kind of chill pet that doesn't really need, doesn't, well, I obviously don't own a hedgehog, so I don't know how much of what I'm about to do. Really <laughs> I have a hedgehog. I can, <gasps> are they, can are they chill? Like they're chill. Like I feel like a hedgehog could like plop itself on her books and not really worry about anything. I, I feel like my oh. hedgehog's an explorer and he likes to run. So like he'll run oh, on his wheel all night for well, hours. Maybe, hours, don't hours. maybe she'll have like a bird. Don't think about when you hold it like this and its whole little body's in its body and it's just oh, like, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it into a little ball and it's all cute. But I have dogs. These are mine. So. To push. Okay. I, definitely, I definitely want a dog. I wanted a dog for the entirety of my life uh it's just it's never seemed like a good time because we travel so much or we used to at least travel so much and now it's ironic because it's like we're home all the time it's a perfect time to get a dog but also it's we're working a lot and it's like gonna get used to us being around all the time and it's not gonna socialize with other dogs as much as like good and bad size to both so still putting that on hold yang i feel like at first i was like she'd get a dragon for sure 100 percent but then I started thinking she'd probably like something like a turtle that's just like Aww. super chill and would just like be kind of the opposite of her of being like super energetic. And then there's this thing that's just like she appreciate the joke. Dragon. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Oh yeah. I I think that Weiss would. I've said I've said Arctic fox before, but I'm changing my answer to snow leopard. Ooh, okay, yeah, that feels better. They're very regal and pretty too. Yeah. And I have two cats, but like Barbara, I've actually always wanted a dog. I want a big dog, but since, you know, for the same reasons, you know, as you and I just don't know when, you know, things are going to be back or what's going to happen. So it's, you know, on hold and my two cats are plenty for me right now. They act like children. (laughs) (laughs) And Jen? Uh, I'm a dog person. I, I have a dog and I have a cat actually, who is the coolest cat in the world. And she's not around. I don't see her, but... You know, Salem, would Salem have a pet? Maybe a pet rock. The little squid thing. I feel like she'd have like a snake or something like super like sexy. I was going to say snake. And then I was like, is that, I I don't know. I mean, she can like, she can control every beastie, right? So every beastie. She technically is like the mother of all these like really uh, terrifying animals. Right? (laughs) But maybe she'd go completely the opposite and she'd get like a cute little Pomeranian or something. <gasps> <laughs> um, I will say just from my experience, Pomeranians are the most evil things on the planet. Oh, there you go. Okay. Oh. All right. <laughs> so maybe, maybe. My goodness. I was going to say like a bunny would be really a really funny juxtaposition. <laughs> I do like that idea though. Like Salem goes home and she's like, oh, zoobadaboo. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love you. You're the best. <laughs> Did Kara go to retrieve the cats? Is she might have. Oh, she's back. Oh, I don't think my sound was that great, so I'm going to try something. Sorry. That might be a good time. While we're doing that? Yeah. I feel like Salem's pet is that, like, weird squid that just sort of... Yes. Yeah. she's Salem's, like, a beta fish owner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which I am. Like, you know. So <laughs> I love it. 
Low maintenance. You can still talk to them. Exactly. It's good. Plants. And they're beautiful. Blake would have plants. She wouldn't have a pet. That's very true. Yeah. <laughs> if I feel like Blake would be like, this is, she would take it as like ownership. She'd be like, I will not control you, little animal. All the time. All right, guys. We're going to go to the next question. And this is from. Hello. Cat. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. I just thought I had a cat. <laughs> oh, and the cat has arrived. Oh, <laughs> oh. All right. So this question is, if you can name the whale, what would it be? Petunia. Petunia? Ooh. Does anybody get that? Is that just me? Petunia the whale? No. The bowl Petunia of Petunia the whale. That goes with the whale in Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy? No. Uh, no? Okay. That's I thought of Pearl from Spongebob. Yeah. So. I would name it Will. Will the whale. Whaleum. <laughs> you made it better. <laughs> You're welcome. Keep it. It's yours. <laughs> Love it. I don't think Wait. we can beat that. I don't think I that's beatable. <laughs> William, William Petunia. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There you go. Give him like yeah. six names. Yeah. 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 Archibald. Less scary. Oh, I like Archibald. That's Archibald. Classy. Yeah. That's yeah. The third. <laughs> Petunia William Archibald the third. Milady. May I eat you now? How? There's your answer. All right. Here is the next question. This is from Nix. If your characters had Twitter, what would their bio say? Hi, Nix. <laughs> I know Nix. That's an awesome name too. I'm yeah. like her name is her name is Nikki. Oh, oh cool. cool. She's so smart. It's stupid. <laughs> I I'm also glad real quick. Side note that you also say people are stupid smart because I say yeah. that like that doesn't make yeah. sense. Like it does. Just What would your bio say? Life uh, is colors like a fairy tale. It's a good one. I feel like mine would just be a bunch of like muscle emojis. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. I was yeah. gonna say emojis. That's yeah. Thinking. Blake would probably have her pronouns in the in her bio too. Mm. Weiss would say Weiss would say I'm more than a name. She'd be all just. There you go. Yeah. And then under that, oh, oh. her business emails. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> business contact. Yeah, yeah. Emo sign-offs. Like on AIM? Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Constantly reading. Rest in peace, AIM. Good old days. Mine would be like, I guess like the adventure Twitter bios you see where it's like emojis about backpacking and like being outdoors and excitement of adventure for early Ruby. Now maybe a little less happy, but we'll go into that later. She grows. She gets more emo. Yeah. Mm, yeah, that's a good one. Would would she waste time writing a bio? That's probably oh, right. that's, would she yeah. have a Twitter in the first place? No, right. Yeah, yeah, no. But I mean that's okay. The, but the question is, what would it be? Probably be something yeah. like prepare for the end or <laughs> oh, yeah. very like anarchist kind right? of yeah. yeah, there you go. Yeah. But also with like um kill star vibes. So you got the like witch emojis and stuff going on in the crystal ball. I, crystal yeah. Ball. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the end is just the beginning. Oh, oh yes. All right. Let's go into the next one. This is from Luke. If Ruby was made into a live action series or film, who would you want to play your characters? I'll do it. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> go 
Aaron's actually going to play Weiss. Uh, yeah. <laughs> We've talked about it and joked about it that everyone's like, you guys can all play your characters. I'm like, I feel like the other three girls could. And then I'd roll up and be like, hey, what's up? <laughs> You're a lot taller than Ruby, I think. I love you. Super cute. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I'll try. Blake I... Lively is always my go-to for mine. She's got the oh, she's got the I hair know. for it. What's the girl's name that played um Super Daenerys. or uh, Supergirl or no 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 oh, sorry Captain Marvel? Oh my gosh. Oh, oh Brie Larson. Larson. Yeah. Larson. Just because we kind of look alike-ish and blonde and she's younger. So I'm like, who demographically could play wise? I don't know. That would work, yeah. She's really awesome. I like her too. I would say Kate Blanchett. Ooh. She can do anything. Oh, she can do anything. Oh my God, that would be Very so true. good. That would be yeah. perfect casting. Yeah. Wow. Hmm. Kate Interesting. Blanchett. All right. Ooh. Anyone Here. listening that's a director? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, but I think Ellen Page, but yeah. Ruby uh, Ellen Page. That's, yeah. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah, that would be really good. Awesome. All Ooh. right, guys. Here is the next question. This is from Jack. If the character you voice got the chance to fight a character from another anime, TV show, or film, who would you want them to fight? <laughs> okay. All right. Tsubaki. Well, Tsubaki from what? Um, from uh, Soul Eater. Oh, nice. Mm. I didn't watch Soul Eater. Boo. I'll have to check it out. <laughs> not whoever wife fought in um death battle not whoever she fought in death oh, battle I forgot the name. what's the name i don't know i can't remember the um, one uh it's like, the one that's a, the one that's uh, immune to ice and she's kind of it was uh mitsuru kirijo yes. kirijo from Mitsu- persona Got you. yeah mitsuru. not that one so not that one i can say what i don't want to do Ooh. <laughs> you already know the outcome of that one. Sure. <laughs> um, another anime or TV show. Yeah, it I doesn't have like... to be an anime character. It could be. Oh. Anyone. I, I think I would like to see Yang take Thanos on just because I'm curious to see what that <laughs> one. Like they both got the gauntlets, but a different style of gauntlet. <laughs> what about Ar- Arthur from Arthur? Oh. Hey. <laughs> Put him up, you odd vac. Oh, he's ready. He's got the fist going. He's got the fist. Hey, yeah. All right. I used to watch Gundam Wing a lot, and people have mentioned it before because one of the characters has a Gundam that has a big scythe, and they're like, "Could Ruby fight against Duo's Gundam?" Like, that'd be awesome. But I feel like Ruby would just want to like hop into the Gundam and be like, "Need a co-pilot?" Like, (laughs) hey, I'm here. Not there to fight, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I have a hard time with this. It's hard when you play a character who has so much power because mm-hmm. Voldemort. The, uh, Voldemort. Ooh. But it might be more interesting to have her fight somebody that that I mean, like Mary Poppins or <laughs> Oh my gosh, that would be so fun. <laughs> you just you know, look at her and Mary Poppins. Mary Poppins has some power. <laughs> right. Right. Or or like Ponyo. I don't know. Something completely awesome. <laughs> so oh, I so yeah. Okay. Fair. There's no wrong answer, so that is correct. So, all right. <laughs> Great. I, I answered that right. I, that's good. Yes. <laughs> all right, guys. Here's the next question. And this is from Lee. What is your most memorable moment that you've had with the Ruby fandom? And I'm sure you guys have had many, and it's probably difficult to pick just one. So any that come to mind? I can start because I haven't really had any. So this would be it. Here we oh. go. Oh, wow. Nothing. This Aww. right now? 
Right now. Yeah. Right now. I feel okay. so yeah. yeah. Yes, Jim. <laughs> She's you did it, guys. <laughs> yeah. Okay, it's official. Salem's on the team. Let's <laughs> come on. We'll talk. Sure. All right. Maybe oh, we can work out our differences. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's really we, cool. We got to get you down when things obviously are are safe again in the in the future. But get you down RTX so you could meet like the Ruby fandom. Oh yeah. Do it. That, that's where they are. Yeah. They're a lovely group. I mean, everyone else in in Team Ruby is has their own area of like fandom, I guess that they're interested in. But I I grew up as a huge anime nerd, and I went to a lot of conventions. I went to Acon Dallas a lot, and I saw like all these voice actors who did anime or video games, and I nerded out. So for me, just in general, like like you said, there are so many moments that I feel like I can't pick a single one. Everyone's so awesome, but for anyone to want to watch anything I'm involved in is surreal. So thank you. It's it's like literally a dream come true to be able to do this. So yeah. yeah I actually got a tattoo to commemorate my best moment. Whenever whenever Blake and Yang hold hands. Yay! That was just like I, I want to say it was after that episode that there was just like this outpouring of love in the <laughs> she's, trying. she's trying. She's yes. trying. Yes. Oh, she's trying to hold your hand. She's trying to hold your oh, hand. Oh, shoot. <sighs> Yes. Yay. Yes. Here we go. Close, I, yeah. I got a bumblebee tattoo, and like so immediately cool. afterwards, because it was just such a positive day in the community. I feel because everyone was just so excited, and I don't know. That was that was just a really nice moment for me. That's awesome. I still um, got to get my bumblebee tattoo. Yeah. <laughs> we all need to get our tattoos. I have a belladonna uh, plant already. Y'all are way behind. Come on. We are. I think, well, I know that my favorite, it's not really directly with me, but I witnessed it. So I will say it's my favorite was uh, speaking of Akon. I just remembered that was actually the first convention I had ever gone to. I think back in 2012. I think it was 2013. It was like a year before Ruby. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was. So yeah, exactly. Perfect. But it was my uh, first convention ever. And I went, I drove up to Dallas uh, from Austin with Monty and a few other people and we were actually premiering the Yang trailer that weekend. Aww. And nobody had knew like the voices or who we were or really anything about the show. And uh, we were upstairs, Monty and I, and we were looking down at all the cosplayers and everything. And we it was the first Ruby cosplayer he ever saw. And he was like, oh, hey, I, so he's cool. like, Ruby. And like, I literally turned and he was gone, like within a second, like <laughs> run downstairs to find them. And I saw them like, you know, embrace. And he was talking to her and they got pictures. So that was just, that was really cool for me. To, wow. From really, nice memory. It was, it was yeah. Nice. It was always exciting to get oh. to see Monty and his element with cosplayers and fans of the show and just oh, him yeah. showing his appreciation for them. And it was just, it's always so beautiful. Yeah. I think it's, as you said, it's hard to kind of choose from. There's been so many amazing moments over the last few years, going to conventions and meeting people all around the world, getting to interact with fans. Um, but I think my favorite moment is probably still RTX 2013 when we premiered the first episode. Uh, and it was the first time we ever had like a Ruby panel and we had it in the, the main ballroom, which I think was like 3000 people wow. and it was packed and people were just like, I say this in a nice way. It's going to sound negative. They're like foaming at the mouth for Ruby. Like everyone was so excited and like, <laughs> like chomping at the bit, like waiting for the show and to see the like energy in the room and the excitement when like the episode premiered and when we got to come out and just everything around that was just such a palpable, amazing 
energy and experience that uh, I think is going to stick with me for my entire life. One side note, Barbara, that I wanted to mention, a memory that stands out for me of you is you made your wrestling debut and maybe not a lot of people know about this. Oh, God. I believe it was down in Florida. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) please. Do tell. So I didn't wrestle because I I would get snapped in half in two seconds. But there was a a wonderful woman. I'm blanking on her name. Rocky. Okay, yes. Uh, so she was cosplayed Yang, and, and they were doing, like, anime versus cartoon, uh, like, wrestling matchups. So I forget who she was wrestling up against, but it was Yang versus someone, I think it was, like, Team Rocket or something. Um, and I got to do, like, the, essentially, like, I was doing the voice for her. She was holding the microphone, so it looked like she was talking as Yang. And then, like, I came out, and I got to kind of, like, introduce the match, and it was... It's a pretty cool moment. Yeah. <laughs> it was awesome getting to be there live for it. That was really, really cool. It was fun. Very fun. Awesome. And damn, like power to those people who do those shows. That's so much athletic skill mm-hmm. and like energy needed. Woof. Yeah. Thank God I'm just a voice actor. <laughs> like, I'm going to sit down. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Until you're on the next That's season of cool Floor's Lava. So, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. Or if you're in the booth for six hours doing efforts, that's a workout, I will say. Yeah, a lot of sweat. Absolutely. Yeah. Wait, how long do you have to do efforts? I mean, yeah, I exaggerate. I'm being oh, okay. hyperbolic. Sorry. <laughs> we're, we're okay. We're okay. Again, it's eight hours of efforts yeah. at least. Wow. Wow. Right? James, like, it doesn't take me that long. <laughs> I don't right, have I to exert we... much effort. Salem. Oh, there you go. More like... oh yeah. She doesn't get right. through. <laughs> Sing. That's lucky. Ugh, the word. Done. Oh, man. All right. I think we have time for maybe one or two more questions. So let's see what's up next. This is from Adam E. How much fun was the Smite crossover? And would y'all be open to doing other crossovers or even Smite again? That was the most efforts I've had to do ever. And it was yeah. just the most random ones, too. Like, you've been electrocuted, but you've also fallen thousands of feet. Like video games, yes. <laughs> yeah. Huh. All at like varying degrees too. You know, you're falling, but it's like yeah. a light fall or like light electrocution, yeah. medium electrocution, high electrocution. It's it's a lot of effort to do those efforts. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to I'm trying to remember also we did so we did Smite, we also did Blaze Blue, which I know was yeah. a lot of efforts as well. Smite yeah. was a lot of like there's Left. things that characters say in that like yes, right, enemy right, 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 enemy center, enemy left, where you have to have like mm-hmm. the same energy. It was very repetitive, but mm-hmm. it was yeah. like that. A- any video game is kind of like that, where you have to have multiple iterations for every attack and every situation. Right. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. it was really right. fun though, and I think we're always yeah. down for crossovers. Yeah. Always, I'll one hundred percent take a job. You pointed out a good always part of it, Harbor which I didn't think about, but it's totally true. It's like different genre of video game. I mean, even with us doing like Grim Eclipse, it's like that was a very narrative linear game uh, with a lot of wave combat. So to me, it felt a lot like we were acting with the show. I'm, I'm talking to my my co-stars or my friends with dialogue that's very similar. Then you have Blaze Blue, which is a fighting game. So it's high intensity, high impact, lots of combos. The classic, like, I think anime scream, uh, scream what your attack name is now and obliterate your enemies. Hooray, you've won. And then with Smite, it's a tower defense game. So it's very tactical. You're working with your teammates, but you have to speak quickly and concisely and relay what's happening because it's like it's like you're playing a sport. So yeah, as a voice actor, it was awesome to kind of feel around all those different areas and and get those different inflections like Kara had just mentioned for whatever you're, the person playing is doing. 
Electrocuted. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. All right. I think we can sneak in one more question. All right. We're going to do it. All right. Here's the final question. And this is from Lexa. What was the moment that touched you the most in Ruby? Aw. And once again, I'm sure there's <laughs> a lot. There's one that's... Aw. Oh, no. <laughs> Probably something you can't talk about. Yeah. 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 I it. Same. I have a one is, I have a quick one. It's um, the when Weiss and Winter are having their little, um, the, the, she's training, helping her train, and they're having their little tea, not tea party, but conversation over tea, and then they hug at the end, and, you know, I'm going to miss you, or something like that, but it was really, it's the first time we saw, like, tender Weiss, I will say, you know. When, when Blake says, I won't break my promise, and then Yang's like, I know. <laughs> I believe she said, I know you won't, and then, yeah. <laughs> I watched this. I watched the episode last night. Oh, <laughs> I don't know why. I needed a boost. Yeah, there's a man. I, one of my favorite parts about Ruby is how, like, just they nail the emotion in so many scenes that they write throughout the volumes, and they like the the way they build up to certain things happening, and then they just knock it out of the park every time. And it's just an honor getting to bring those scenes to life. I love, yeah, the the the. Blake and Yang interactions are always wonderful, seeing how that friendship has kind of evolved and changed over time. Yeah. And then, of course, like the relationships with the other girls, especially like Ruby and Yang and their sisterly bond. And, you know, Yang finally saying, I love you back to Ruby after she yeah. kind of didn't say yeah. it back. For <laughs> but that's what made it beautiful. Yeah, there's a lot of different moments, and I've talked about this moment before too. So I'm sure the other Ruby girls are like, "Yes, this story," but it was meaningful. Is at the end of volume three, we have a moment where Penny and Pira have things happen to them that we don't yeah. talk about. But <laughs> whatever, do you mean? But uh, Ruby runs in to protect Pira from being attacked as, as everything is kind of like exploding at the end of the volume, literally exploding. And she picks up Penny's weapon to defend her. And she says, leave her alone. And they were like, okay, this is three words, but you're going to have to convey like all the sorrow and all the sadness and frustration and failure that has happened in the last 30 minutes. And I was like, okay, cool. And it, it really, <laughs> it, it was an awesome challenge, but at the same time I was like, man, that I felt like this really awesome emotional connection that now I especially appreciate it as a parent, like just like defending this person that you love so much is it's really meaningful. So, yeah. Uh, for me, I would say, I, I mean, Salem's origin story broke my heart. So, Oh yeah. That's was, Yeah. I think that's like, that's one of my favorite episodes, I think, in the entirety of Ruby, just finding out about Salem and everything she went through. It's it's truly heartbreaking. It's it's also really nice when you, ha when you do have a character like Salem to have, to, to get to have a backstory like that, that you're not just like, I hate everybody because right. I right. knew, and you don't know why, right? Yeah. And I knew from the very beginning, even when the very first episode, Monty explained my whole backstory to me. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. And even though I don't, you know, Salem doesn't appear until much later. I already knew, I knew, I knew all of it. I was like, oh, I'm sitting on this information and it's so juicy and I can't That's you know, cool. talk I about it. Know. Yeah. Awesome. So, does, yeah. does it feel good that you can finally talk a little bit about <laughs> yeah, it? Like, I'm going to talk all about it. Yeah. <laughs> Let it out. 
Thank you guys for sharing those. And so in our final moments that we have left, any final thoughts you guys want to leave us with here today or any upcoming projects you're allowed to uh, share with us? <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. oh, she laughs. Yeah, I can't talk about anything. Yeah. Ever. <laughs> like, Jen, what can you talk about? I'm an NDA. RTX is coming up, right-ish? Yeah, we got a uh, virtual RTX coming up, RTX at home. It's uh, September 15th to 25th. It's uh, like over the course of a few days. Tickets or I guess virtual tickets to like one-on-one -on -one sessions and autographs and all those things are available. We're having meet and greets and happy hours and stuff like that. Panels will be pretty much streamed on our site Ooh, the whole happy time. Happy hours. Yeah. yeah I'll be in We'd be happy to have you, Jen. Yeah, yeah. great. And we will be doing a Ruby panel. I believe it will be the 16th. I'll have to check the schedule again, but you yeah. can go to rtxevent.com or on Twitter, um, look for RTX event, and there's a schedule up there. I'm about to have an audiobook come out. Oh, ah, well done, not, you. That's neat. We're not, well, I didn't write the book, I just did the audio portion of it. Um, it's my first audiobook ever. Those uh, are marathons, man. Oh mm -hmm. my gosh. Oh, that was. I don't know if I'll ever do one again. I will. Hard. But uh, it's called We Are Omega, and it's not out yet. We're not too sure when it's going to come out. We've just submitted it to make sure everything's all good and stuff. But that's something that's going to come out here pretty soon, hopefully. Very cool. Awesome. Cool. Like to promo as much as I can. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I was going on for, I was like, say, our checks all the other fun things, too. Um, hopefully something uh, fun coming up soon. I'm, we'll be obviously on the panel at RTX, and... We, uh, I think we're all on Cameo, too, if you ever want, like, a fun video message set off that way, too. But, uh, yeah. I'm, I feel like I'm, I'm like, 75% of the way through finishing my Cameo setup. And every single time, I'm, like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to get that last 25% done. Something else happens in the world. I'm, yeah. like, hang on, hang on. Hold on. Do it. <laughs> I will. It's so fun. I will. It's Thank so you. fun. And so then we do more of these, for sure. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. Something, too, that I, I would like to promote before we go register to vote if you're not already yeah. registered to oh vote. my god vote yeah. oh, everybody uh, vote. it is uh it's you know your right as yeah. an american citizen to yeah. vote so if you're of age um please make sure you're registered if you've moved recently especially make sure you're registered and please vote come november it's yep. uh I, I ordered my absentee ballot and it's sitting right over there do it nice yes. no i understand Actually, we don't have that unfortunately I understand in Australia you're required to vote. My yeah, yeah in some countries it's yes. mandatory. Yeah. Yeah, true. Mm -hmm. Great. Yeah. Even if, you wait in line, even if you're waiting in line forever, just go and vote. Yeah. Wear your mask. Wear your mask. Yes. And on that note, bring too, in, I know bring in, bring for some dinner. of our for some of our personal social medias, we've been promoting a lot of like uh, charity drives or uh, donation based yeah. things that we're trying to push attention towards. So please look toward like Barbara's social media, mine, uh, RT as a whole. So we're we're just trying to make the world a little bit of a better place in this crappy time. So, yeah. <laughs> you guys have been so fantastic. Yeah. Thank you so much again. Let's do this again really soon. Yeah. Thank you. And thank you, Thanks, you guys again. for watching. Bye, everybody. We'll see you guys real soon. Bye. Bye.